Thank you for tuning in to the Once an Athlete podcast hosted by Emily Watson, Once an Athlete, Always an Athlete. Once an Athlete provides resources and relatable content for athletes that are either competing or no longer competes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. Anywhere from how to stay healthy physically and mentally to how to make a career choice, we will provide the support. Our mission is to provide resources and relatable content for athletes who compete or used to compete. Okay, so I have Philip Laux uh, here. He wrestled at the University of Iowa and graduated with his degree in business management with a sustainability certificate. Um, he was born and raised in the Midwest, being involved with multiple sto- multiple sports and his family business. And um, he currently works in consulting business, specifically with procurement. So thank you for being on this podcast, Philip. Yeah, my thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. So when did you start playing sports? Um, Probably like unofficially or officially, however you want to uh, call it. I think like most kids, t-ball. So probably kindergarten, first grade was first exposure to sports. Started uh, wrestling in third grade. Did my first 5K in third grade. Had a pretty involved uh, high school cross-country coach that liked to get kids involved pretty early. So um, those were kind of my first forays into sports. Wow, uh, 5K, that's impressive. Um, when did you start wrestling? Wrestling would have been third grade. First competition would have been fourth grade. Uh, those were through a uh, local club program. And then getting involved in kind of the private club scene would have been middle school. So it sounds like you were pretty competitive in um, multiple sports. So tell me about that. Yeah, I just grew up. Uh, I went to a small school, a graduating class would have been 60, didn't end up graduating from that school, but it was the type of school where, you know, if you played one sports, one sport, you're probably playing two, three, four sports. And so I had the opportunity to play multiple sports, played little league baseball through sixth grade and decided not to play baseball anymore to focus on wrestling during the summer. But throughout middle school and then high school, I ran cross country in the fall, wrestled in the winter and ran track in the, in the spring. Um, so did all of those throughout high school, except for I didn't run track the spring of my junior year. Okay. So how did, how do you think that multi-sport, um, lifestyle kind of helped with your training with wrestling and how did you, how did you end up choosing wrestling? Yeah. Great questions. I'm a big proponent of multi-sport, uh, athletes first. I think that, you know, from a physiological standpoint, you get your horizontal and vertical plane movements. I think that the variation, um, not only from a movement perspective, you know, in running, it's, uh, you know, you're going horizontal a lot and wrestling vertical, horizontal, you're kind of all over the place. Uh, I think that just the variation from a physiological perspective was really helpful for me not to have continual repetition of motion and get injured. But I think more importantly, track and cross country, I didn't ever consider like my sports. Uh, my sport, um, you know, wasn't the the sport that I was putting, um, you know, all my cards in the, in one basket or eggs in one basket. And they were just kind of sports that I, I really got to be exposed to different environments from a people perspective. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, for example, the other day I was talking to one of my friends just about why I enjoyed being involved in multiple sports. And for example, track, I had the opportunity 
to um, we won a state state team title my senior year but what was really unique about that is a lot of the athletes on that team track wasn't their first sport you had a lot you had multiple division one athletes from other sports that just came together to win a team title and i just enjoyed being around other high level thinkers and the opportunity to interact with individuals from different sports that i wouldn't have otherwise and um, you know from a cross-country perspective it it was the same thing so the, I think those really contribute to um, success in wrestling. It just allowed me another outlet, uh, you know, kind of a lo- lower pressure environment, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Really cool to hear that. Like it, it was mostly, you know, athletes who were doing it mostly like for fun or for training, just not their number one sport. So, and they won it all. So that's really awesome. Um, so onto your degree in business management and sustainability certificate. Do you feel like you would have done a different degree if you weren't a student athlete? Yeah, I've actually thought about that question quite a bit. I definitely would have, but not for the reasons most athletes probably would have. I feel most athletes might say, I don't want to put words in people's mouth, but they might say that they would pick it would have picked a different major because they would, if they you know, wouldn't have had the time demands of sports. And that wasn't the case for me. I would have picked a different major um, just because for me growing, I grew up in rural Iowa, was, didn't have exposure um, just to the variety of majors that you could do. And going back, I probably would have done a business analytics degree or industrial engineering degree. Uh, really, I grew up around small business and all I really knew was business. And if it wasn't for wrestling, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know what I, what path I would have went down. I don't know if I would have went to college. Right. Yeah. Um, would you have done like, you don't know if you would have done gone to college. And I, I don't say that from a, I don't say that from, you know, it just wasn't my interest. Like academics were definitely of interest, but it might've been something where maybe I just would have graduated high school and started working for my family business. Um, yeah. Athletics allowed me to go to college and, you know, I wasn't thinking about college until the, you know, I was thinking, all right, you know, it'd be great to go to college, but it wasn't a serious thought until the summer between my junior and senior year of high school. When you start in July, I think it's July. It was July one back then when you can start having coaches contact you and. Um, okay. Yeah had a couple of coaches contact me and it's like, all right, like, you know, this could be a reality. And it's like, um, you know, there's good options out there. Yeah. I'm actually really glad you mentioned that because I think it's important to know that like college isn't everything. Like your experience is a lot, like has a lot to do with your resume and something that I really want to, um, be an advocate for for with once an athlete is like you know you can go into trade school you can join your family business that's something that my my brother did is uh he joined my my dad's family business like he didn't go to college like and he's doing really well like it's it's yeah it's not everything to get a degree so i'm really glad you you mentioned that absolutely i'm a big proponent of you know look at the, look at the options that you have in front of you and what is the best option for you. Um, you know, the, the reality of it is from a, the macroeconomic standpoint, college is getting really expensive and you know, what is the, what is the ROI? You know, I have, I've got friends or classmates or acquaintances that I grew up with. They went to 
um, went to a trade school, a local community college, and they're doing really well for themselves. You know, the four-year degree isn't the end-all be-all. Right. Yeah. And another reason why I like to ask that question is, you know, a lot of people go to school on the athletic scholarship and they base their degree um they, they might base their degree based off of their schedule and they might end up going back to school later for the degree they like actually might've wanted, you know? Um, so it, it's just, I, I like to ask that question just to, just to see if like, you know, maybe did it work out? Did you go back? You know, that, that's, um, I'm, that's why I really like your answer is cause like it, it does end up working out. Yeah. And you know, to expand on the, that answer a little bit, I like the question because it's a, you know, a topic that is influenced by not only where I grew up, but the, the people that I interacted and interacted with when I did do, um, when I was in college and the opportunity to, to play sports, there's just so many different paths to success. And I think, you know, to, to going back to the answer I gave earlier um, in terms of what other people might say, you know, the demands of sport can affect what degree program you're in. I also think another variable is your program, the type of program that you're in, not only from an institutional perspective, but what type of sports program you're in within that institution and the, the culture. You know, what, what are the coaches, what are they pushing? Are they pushing, you know, a one-dimensional focus on sport and you know, just happen to also be in school? Or are they pushing what I like to refer to as you know, a, a tripod, are they pushing you to be great in your social life and your academic life and your athletic life? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I really just, it, that depends on what school you go to. And um, that's, it's really big to know what you're getting into whenever you commit to go what school you're going to. So um, it's important to know what degrees they have to offer at that school, what the coaches are like, um, what the team is like. Um, and that just, it all goes into it. Um, so with that, how did playing competitive sports shape who you are today? It had a lot to do with who I am today. You know, the typical answers of work ethic and time management and persistence and perseverance but I would say even more on a broader perspective, it allowed me to be in circles of people that I wouldn't have otherwise been in. It allowed me to meet people that I wouldn't have otherwise met. And those relationships continue to influence my life. You know, some of my best friends are the people I've met through sports, whether, you know, they were in wrestling or whether they were uh, another sport, those individuals continue to pour into my life and shape it and spur me on to be a better person. I, I would say that's how sports has shaped my life the most, not necessarily what personal attributes did I develop or learn, but the people that it introduced me to. Yes, that's super important. Um, yeah, that's, that's huge. Um, so back to when you were playing or when you were competing, um, you told me that you had an injury in a summer. How did that affect your wrestling career and how does it affect you now? My injury was pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. Uh, typically how wrestling works is you have your college season, which is officially from October to March, June and March. And then 
you have the Olympic style of wrestling, which is either freestyle or Greco-Roman. And the reason I bring that up is because we always had a competition in the beginning of June, and then we'd have some time off, and then we would do wrestling camps, have some time off, and then school would start. And I got hurt in the competition in June. My, my knee uh, blew up. It wasn't a bursus act, but similar. And I just ended up in a straight brace the whole summer. And then it didn't really, it didn't affect my season at all, but it just affected, I couldn't, that my mat time during the summer, I couldn't be on the mat. Okay. I wouldn't say that it continues to affect me at all. Um, it's just, yeah, minor in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, that's good. It doesn't affect you now. It just probably kind of hindered your ability to train a little bit, huh? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, yeah. You got to figure out different ways to train. So, to, you know, figure working with the, the strength coach to figure out an alternative plan to, you know, still be getting the most out of your time during summer training. Yeah, it's all all about how you bounce back from those setbacks. Um, so what was one of your favorite moments while you were competing? I, I can't really isolate a certain moment, like winning in Carver Hawk Arena, which is our wrestling and basketball and volleyball arena. Uh was a lot of fun just because we get really good crowds when I was there. It's probably eight to 10,000. It seats a little over 15,000. Um, currently, the team won a national title last year, and they're, I think last year they maybe averaged like 14,000 fans. So that was a lot of fun, but kind of goes back to the answer I had of what is, how have sports influenced me and it's the people in my life and the things that I remember about college or the people that I spent time with, whether that's cutting weight with my teammates um, or my roommates, both of my roommates, we were all in the same graduating class. So we lived together for four years, um, memories with them, or I was involved with athletes in action. And a lot of, I have a lot of really good friends outside of the sport of wrestling and just spending time with them. Um, one of my favorite memories was athletes in action puts on a camp called the ultimate training camp during the summer and it's how to incorporate your faith in your sport. And it brings together athletes from all divisions and uh, different sports to come together and spend a week, week together learning and training. And um, you could build relationships with each other. And I've still got relationships with athletes from other schools um, still today. And those, those are, um, those are my greatest memories, just the relationships that I've built with them and continue to build with them. Yeah, that's really cool. And how is that different than FCA? Very similar. It's it's pretty, it's very similar. Um, they're just different organ, organizing bodies, I guess. I, I know that FCA and AI, I think they do a little bit of work together, but they're very similar organizations, both aimed at sports and how to incorporate your faith in your sport. Yeah, I, I really liked FCA because it brought um, athletes together from different schools um, because it's it's about more than just the sport you know it's 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 life and um, I I just really liked the idea of you know having coming together with that like common goal the common thing in their life where they're just you're just going there to compete and do your thing and everyone it just wants to be friends with each other so i really like that yeah 100 percent. it was one of um, one of my good really good friends that i met freshman year was on the gymnastics team and uh, we discussed you know even though we're in different sports there's a mutual understanding and mutual respect um you know sometimes it's just harder to understand elsewhere if you're not in it 
and mm-hmm. that that was what was um, I'm really grateful for. Yeah. So, what was the transition out of playing competitive sports like for you, and what did you do in your new free time? The transition in itself wasn't hard, but the you know from the mental or psychological aspect, uh, it was a challenge. And it's not because sport was where my identity was, but it's just because you're so regimented for four or five years, however long you're in college, you know, you have your social life and your academic life and your athletic life. And then, you know, especially for you being in softball, you, everything ends at the same time, you know, maybe football, you get done in December or January, maybe you have another semester left. So you have a little bit of time to still have your academic life and your social life, but your athletic life ends. But with a sport like softball or wrestling, it ends at the end of March. So you have like a month and a half until you graduate. Everything kind of ends at the same time. And so it's just really hard to adjust out of being in the super regimented lifestyle. And I think what has helped me is the support system that I had, the, those, those friends that I've made, you know, we had a shared experience in college and, you know, most of us have a shared experience graduating college and transitioning out you you have to wrestle with like what now and I think what's helped is one surrounding yourself with the right people but then being super intentional something I've discussed with my friends is whether you move to a new place or you know you stay in the same area you're no longer in college and what that means is in college everybody wants you you know whether it's a club or you're on your sports team or different organizations, different initiatives, everybody's vying for your time. And then you graduate, you're in, you go get a job and you have your job and, you know, more than likely people aren't vying for your time. You have to be more intentional. So, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, whether, you know, that's close in proximity or, you, you know, geographically you're separated, but you're, you're having phone calls, but then being intentional as well with the time and the things that you're being plugged into. In terms of my free time, really the first couple of years since I was in Iowa, just focusing on spending time with my friends outside of work. Um, you know, you don't have to, don't have to worry about scheduling those things around practice anymore. Yeah. That's a super great answer. And yeah, thank you for, for that super great insight. And it's, it's just super important to, you know, like you've been incorporating in like all your answers is like, the connections that you build and just spending time with your people is super important. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's recently done playing a sport? Uh, just to build off the answer that we just discussed, you know, focus on building relationships and being intentional. Don't be afraid to reach out to people and, you know, say that you, you need help or you're struggling, you know, whether it's somebody like you or me, even if I don't know the person I would love to talk to, an individual, uh, the way I see it, you know, it's our responsibility to help expedite the learning curve for college athletes that are graduating now, or just people that are, you know, in a similar position that we were once in and, you know, helping, helping them along and help them, you know, not have the struggles that we've had or, um, you know, just, yeah, just expedite that process. Right. And what advice would you give to someone who's currently playing a sport? I would say focus on focus on the process, not not the outcome, not, not the end result. The end, the end result will take care of itself. You focus on the, the process um, and then be present and don't make things bigger than they are. It's so easy when you're in college to 
fret about the smallest of things, you know, what did my coach think or, you know, I had a bad practice and then I let that bad practice affect how I interact with my friends or, you know, how I have a night class, you know, how am I engaging in that night class? But, you know, just, just be present, focus on, focus on the process and don't make things bigger than they are. Uh, nobody cares as much as you care and you just have to realize that. Yes, totally true. And do you have anything else to add? I don't, um, you know, if anybody's transitioning out of college or, you know, you're in college and, um, just need some, need an ear to listen, you know, happy to have a call with anybody, even people I don't know. Uh, I love building relationships and getting to know people. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on this podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. I appreciate the time and the opportunity to chat. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify at Once an Athlete, Facebook at Once an Athlete Crew, and find our channel on YouTube, which is linked on the header of our website, www.onceanathlete.com.